Royal Rumble season is officially upon us. It's time for my personal favorite PLE, not pay-per-view, PLE of the year. Super, super excited. We're going to be on the ground in San Antonio at the Alamo Dome for this event, and I am pumped. But before that happens, we got a few days before we're there. So to get ready for the event, to get you all prepared for it as well, we're here for another prediction show, and I couldn't do it without my boy, John Roca from the Outlaw Nation. What up, my dude? What's up, dude? Excited to be back. I had a great time last time I was on, and we got ourselves a Royal Rumble that is going to be full of a lot of things we're going to be talking about right afterwards for sure. Yeah, dude. Uh, it was great <clears throat> chatting with you last time yeah. as well. I felt like uh, <laughs> I actually think that our last show, the, the Survivor Series prediction show that yeah. we did, I think that that was the most we've ever agreed on anything. It was very odd. <laughs> It was very odd, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't understand it at all. I imagine we're going to have some different opinions today. So strap in, because I've got stuff to make up for, for yeah, sure. Yeah, my wife, she was like, oh, did you guys, how'd it go? You know, when I when I first came back, from it, I was like, it was great, but we, we were kind of on the same page for everything, which doesn't usually happen. But it was nice. I think that, that maybe I've grown. I don't know. Maybe uh, I've grown. I don't know. Austin Theory, that's all I have to say. Come on. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. You texted me immediately like, God, I told you, dude. I told you. Have to faith. All right. Well, we're not here to talk about Survivor Series. We're here to talk about the 2023 Royal Rumble. You talked about it already. You're excited yeah. for this year's yeah. Royal Rumble. I am too, man. I, I think that uh, despite things that are going on in the industry or in the company, uh, Triple H, I've really enjoyed everything yeah. that he has been doing as head of creative. And I think that this, you know, this is going to be his big testing ground. Yeah. You know, the road to WrestleMania is the important, the most important time oh, yeah. in all of WWE. It's the, it's the thing that wrestling fans who have maybe tuned out for any reason, they come back for because they know, okay, well, I, I want to watch what's going to happen. What's going to happen leading up to right. WrestleMania. Right. Uh, and so I think that this is going to be a big test. And I think that I have a feeling he's really going to, Show us what he's made of here. Well, if anyone's going to understand the road to WrestleMania, it's someone who's been on numerous roads to WrestleMania and Triple H. So he knows this is so important. And because he loves the talent. You know, we know that's one of the big things about Triple H. He really cares about the wrestlers. He understands what it's like to come in and want to make a noise, want to make a name for yourself. So he's going to understand how to build them all to the best possible ending by the time we get to the end of WrestleMania. So they're in good hands. This guy knows what he's doing. Let's see if they can execute what the overall plans are. So I'm very excited to see. Maybe the most I've been excited in quite some time to see what the end result is going to be of Triple H's booking. Yeah, I, I concur completely there. And there's already been some things that have kind of thrown me for a little curveball, which we'll get into yeah. when we're discussing those Royal Rumble matches themselves. But I'm excited. Yeah. That's that's the bottom line. I, oh, think, yeah. I think I'm the same way. I think this is the most excited I've been for a Royal Rumble in a while, which is funny because... The card is relatively small. Right now, five matches. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Relatively small, as you said. But we've still got, what, a week or something like that before it pops off? Okay, so in all honesty for everyone watching this, we're recording this. I, I got to be honest with you, just in case any matches get added <laughs> and you're like, guys, what the they heck? totally skipped that match. They, they haven't talk about that match. <laughs> so uh, this is going to come out the week of the Royal Rumble. Uh, we're recording this the week before. So don't get on our case. Yeah. 
if something happens beforehand. We're recording this with the information that we have yeah. right now. But I feel like in looking at the card mm. and just watching how everything has happened on TV so far, yeah. I can't think of another match that would be added at this point. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know because you've got everybody involved. The bloodline is already involved in numerous things. You've got you've set up Sasha and Bianca now. You've got the situation going on with Austin Theory. and everything. Like, There's so much happening already that I'd be surprised. And I imagine those Royal Rumble matches are going to be long. Like, yep. you know, I imagine the men's one's going to be about an hour. Yep. The women's maybe 45. Yep. So that's going to take up almost over half of your pay-per-view or pay premium live event already. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you had trouble adopting that term? Yes. Too? It's hard, it right? It is hard. Because we've done it for so long. Uh, yeah. I mean, it took me forever to get WWE out of my mouth. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So now they changed this up. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's okay, but I'll figure it out eventually. Uh, one thing before we get into the match card itself, yeah. um, I was wondering, because I know you're an old school uh, wrestling fan as well, and I've had this conversation with my friends. and I'm trying I was to save of, an old wrestling fan. You know what? No, 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 because I, I saw this too, so it's not like, it's not like it was like, oh, tell us, Grandpa, about something that George Hackenschmidt did. I'm not asking you that. Uh, but I feel like back in the day, for both of us, yeah, yeah, it's just fair. Uh, they had those old school like bingo tumblers oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the balls, and yeah. they they'd pick out their number, and sometimes you'd see it, sometimes you wouldn't. Right. I quite liked that more than declarations and qualifiers, where someone just says, "I'm in the Royal Rumble." Yeah. The, the the logic behind someone just being like, "I'm in the Royal Rumble," and then someone else being like, "Well, I'm in the Royal Rumble," and then Adam Pierce being like, "No, no, 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 you're yeah. not in the Royal Rumble." There's no real rhyme or reason to the qualifier. There's no real rhyme or reason to Adam Pierce coming in at anything. So it's like, it makes sense. But no, I love Adam. I love when he pops up. Uh, but this is the thing with this. I think they understand, like, the that thing is bingo, and that's old people. And I don't think they, and there's no offense to anybody uh, there. But and like, now who's old? Yeah, exactly. Roca. <laughs> but I, I think in their minds, they see that as an old thing. Whereas this is more about the declarations and the qualifications. There's a power in that. There's a feeling of like, hey, this is me and I'm going to get it. You know, nowadays everyone says that. You know, be your own queen, be your own king, do your own thing. So that's what they're talking about. So they're taking advantage of the younger approach to things and mixing that into how they set this all up. And I think it really works because it allows the wrestlers to stand even stronger as opposed to waiting for some bingo ball to decide if they're in. They're deciding if they're in and it adds more conflict and then potentially uh, a great ascension to uh, stardom if they uh, get the job done. So, yeah. Is bingo still popular amongst old people? I would imagine so. What do you, what do you think? It's like, what do you think of playing Tetris? What do you think they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, all the elderly playing all their video with games friends. with The Last of Us and Wordle. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Booker T and Stone Cold had that whole thing yes. back in two thousand one? Of course. Oh my God! See that that was that was great, but you know now people want something a little more powerful. I think that's why we've walked away from the bingo balls. You know, that's a really good point because I I don't really, I guess since I love bingo mm. so much, I don't look at that as like a old like person negative. I guess like, yeah. oh, it's like an outdated thing or whatever. But I guess that's a good point. I just felt like there was good drama that they were able to put behind. Like mm. when you'd see a wrestler come up and like pick his number, be like, oh, no, I'm number one. Right. Or, 
or whatever. I but felt- we talked about this on Survivor Series. Like they've walked away from the teams thing where it's like, you know, it could be four on one by the time it's all over. They just want to change, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, I don't like change, Roca. I don't. I hate change. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's get into the match. Let's, let's yeah. get into these matches. Let's start talking about some of these matches. First up, I want to talk about Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight Oof. pitch black match. Here's the big question. What do we think a pitch black match is? Yeah. What do we think it is? All we know so far from what I heard in another interview that L.A. Knight did yeah. is that it's basically like a street fight. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if it's even going to be in front of the fans yeah, or yeah, if yeah. it's going to be kind of cinematic-like. I, I feel like cinematic would make more sense mm. with the vibe they're pushing of this match. So if you're not going to give me Vin Diesel as the referee of the pitch black match, then I'm absolutely down to see this whole situation play out the way it did when he fought Cena fought Cena at WrestleMania. I think it is going to be cinematic. I think it's going to be unusual. Look, I think this is a fantastic testing ground for Bray Wyatt because it's no, it's no, I'm not breaking any new ground by saying some people have been kind of wondering when this is going to pay off, when we're going to see the big kind of everything come together here. We know the Alexa, Alexa Bliss stuff is happening, Uncle Howdy stuff is happening. But we want to see something big. So I think Bray, because he's an intelligent, creative guy, has got one heck of a match set up for us. And LA Knight, who has really come on with all these promos, part of this program, I think wants to deliver a, a just signature match that'll elevate both of them. So I think it is going to be cinematic, but I don't I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up in the street. I, that's a good point because yeah. I think they do want to give something to yes. the people in attendance. I don't I think that's kind of been the hesitation yeah. when it comes to doing cinematic matches post pandemic, even though we're whatever, we're still whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> but you know, where there's live audiences yes. again and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I think that's always been the hesitation of like, right. does a live audience want to watch a TV screen right. for that long right. when they've paid money to see people in person wrestle? Um, I agree with you. I think it's going to be something, a, a mix of the two where yeah. we're going to see more, we're going to see cinematic elements because we saw on Raw last week with um, Alexa Bliss yeah. where they even kind of had that cool thing where Uncle Howdy was in the crowd. Yeah. Where, he was in the vault. Where yeah. he was in the yeah, yeah. In the, uh, the tunnel yeah. at the arena, which was cool because it, yeah. like, it looked like it just appeared out of nowhere. And I thought they did a really good job of making that uh, – Pulling that off without it looking cheesy. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, what do you expect to see from L.A. Knight here, right? I mean, this is he's been able to be fantastic in this program. So what do you anticipate you'll see from him that'll – like, because Bray's going to bring his intelligence and creativity. What L.A. Knight's pretty intelligent creative guy himself. What is his contribution going to be to this pitch black match? And are they coming together, both minds, to create something that's going to elevate both of them? I believe it will because, okay. honestly, I was very – What's the word? I was appre I was apprehensive to this feud when yes. it first started. Yes. I thought this is a weird match, yeah. mix of people. I don't know. Uh, you know, Bray Wyatt's a former world champion. Right. Does putting him with LA Knight almost make him look like he's like not at the same level as he once was? Since right. LA Knight, this is like his first feud on the main roster. Yeah. Um, I had all these these apprehensions and. Even where they're almost both kind of heelish to a degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're still not really sure where Bray Wyatt's intentions lie right. from this storyline. Um, and LA Knight's a clear cut heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always struggle with like a heel versus heel feud. 
But we have really kind of made it where Howdy is the heel. Yeah. Bray does seem to be the face right now. Right. And LA Knight's another heel as well. Um, I do think that LA Knight, as apprehensive as I was about it, has risen to the occasion oh, yeah. to, a, uh, to a way that I did not expect. And that's not even to say that I didn't think that he could. It's just right. I, I didn't think that this was going to be the feud that took him there. But, man, has he stepped up to the plate in such a way to where if he were to win this match, I don't think I'd have a problem with it. It's funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not quite there yet. Um, I You mentioned <laughs> Uncle Howdy. We're going to get to Uncle Howdy. Oh, yeah. But first... Do you think that the because, like you said, mm -hmm. people want something big to happen here? I yeah. think that in order to to keep people on this ride, I agree. Something kind of needs to happen here of of bigger value, something that makes the feel makes the story feel like it's progressing to some degree. Yeah. Do you think that the fiend will reemerge in this match? It's a it's a great question because you saw the red light come out. You saw that whole thing when he was doing the promo. You're wondering. What does this mean? Is this are we going now diving into the fiend situation? Because we've also got the Alexa Bliss stuff happening. She was part of the fiend situation at the tail end of that whole uh, booking uh, journey there. So you're wondering, is this going to happen? I think he is going to show up, but I don't know if he shows up in the match okay. specifically. Okay, I think he's going to show up, but not in the match. That I think that's the way I'm looking at it right now. Um, because it's got to be a big reveal and something huge has got to happen for his, because this whole thing has been a mental health PTSD thing. So something's got to snap his brain to make him go become the fiend again. Cause the fiend was just, you loved, I loved, fiend. I did you loved the fiend <laughs> I did in a way. I, I remember our back and forth. So because there was such an unusual approach to that in wrestling and it showed how creative break can be. This is where Bray can really save this whole thing and take it to the next level. Is he is if if he makes it believable how he becomes the fiend and then what he does afterwards? Yeah, I I know a lot of people will say like, oh, the fiend, he's like it's too unstoppable and it's hard to book things against and and all that kind of stuff. But I think if done right, the fiend doesn't have to be unstoppable. Like right. like we've seen so many famous movie monsters over the years, they come back. You right. know, like you you think you killed them, you haven't. You know. And I think that the because the fiend had such a loyal following from people, it makes all the sense in the world to bring him back. I agree, it does need to be done in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I think that we are going to see the fiend in some sort as well. I think he is going to become the fiend by the end of the match. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think by the end of the match, I feel like that's. How we get him. Like you said, yeah. he needs a snap at yep. some sort. Uncle Howdy needs to make him realize that he is the fiend. That's what Uncle Howdy has seemingly been trying to do this whole time. Yeah. Is like bring him back, revel in what you are, become right. the fiend again. Um, so I do think the fiend will reemerge in this match because even though on SmackDown, even though he, his promo was a lot like Swamp, Bray yeah. Wyatt, yeah, yeah, where yeah. it was old, you know, Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Um, there was like a QR code that flashed briefly yep. that showed the fiend. So they're teasing both. I almost wonder if we might see both, and that's the cinematic element of like, like you said, Ooh, yeah. going mental down the mental, like a uh, multiple personalities yeah. thing, like to where he's struggling with his own identity. I love that. And we'd see all of the Bray Wyatts in the match until he eventually becomes the fiend again. Right.
Right. That's where I have a feeling it's going. And then once Uncle Howdy brings the fiend back, mm-hmm. they can target themselves on Alexa Bliss, which they've already started doing. Right. 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 Is yeah. That, okay. I can see that. Happening. Or do you like the Uncle Howdy stuff? Where do you stand on it? I, I think it's lacking a little bit. I I like the idea and the intention. I just think something about it is missing a hundred percent. And all the speculation about who, about who Uncle Howdy I almost went Canadian about uh, all the speculation about who Uncle Howdy is. I think is the thing that's also sinking it a little bit. Let's find out already. Everyone thinks it's Bo Dallas. Some people have mentioned Barry Windham, possibly. There's all kinds of possible, or it's him, and, but someone's in the masks or whatever. I think just something has to come out of it. And I think him just showing up going is not enough. We've got to see something massive, which is why I think the Royal Rumble is the place where Un- Uncle Howdy's really going to show you the ferocity of who he is, and I think it'll scare the audience. And it's got to get to that level so that you get everybody back on board and excited to see what you're going to do next with him. Is it weird that I think that Uncle Howdy shouldn't be revealed as anyone and that it should just be... Uncle Howdy is the character. You want it to be the raw general manager? Is that what you want it to be? <laughs> I don't know. No, I more so mean like I don't want it to be Bo Dallas. Oh, you don't want to know who it I is. don't want to know who it oh, is. Interesting. Because let's say it is Bo okay. Dallas, right? Let's say the rumor yeah, and the yeah. speculation for everyone is right. Let's say it is Bo Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that kind of be a letdown if Uncle Howdy unmasks and it's Bo Dallas? I know, someone who didn't really get over the first time around in That's the what WWE. I'm saying. You're right. Like you're a Bo- right. And I loved Bo Dallas. Yeah, I, right, I right. actually, this is not me putting him down whatsoever. This is me right. saying that they've built this Uncle Howdy character up to be an intimidating figure. Right. If they were to unmask and it was Bo Dallas, I almost wonder if it would feel like. Like so, the air just being popped out of it. So what is he perpetrating? Like a mass delusion on everybody that is someone dressed up as Uncle Howdy? Like, is this his, is he manifesting the creation of Uncle Howdy? And we've all been witnessing this through a mass delusion because he's got this kind of power. That's that's where my head has been at okay. this whole time. All right. That's where my head has all been right. at this whole time. But then the the coming out and attacking thing did not help my argument whatsoever. Right. Define the laws of physics. <laughs> I'm saying to you, you can't be in two places at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and you go, well, you know, you can't shoot lightning bolts out of your hand, but the Undertaker has done oh, it. Right, or true, true. You know, uh, but, then, but but then also I go, this does stretch my imagination a little <laughs> a little far if he is supposed to be both of them. So yeah. uh, I <laughs> a little bit of both here. I mean, there've been two Hebners, but they were twins. So I mean, they were brothers. So it made sense. All right, final prediction. Uh, I think LA Knight wins this with Uncle Howdy's help. And he, that's how he snaps the fiend. Because the fiend, I mean, sorry, uh, Bray Wyatt, has been resisting him this whole time. He's been kind of nervous about it. He's been warning people about it. So he's been all over the place about Uncle Howdy. But Uncle Howdy's power, power is growing. He has got to bring the, the, the fiend out of Bray. And the way to do that is to show him the power that he actually has. And he'll help LA Knight win. And I think that's going to bring the fiend out of Bray. And then Bray is going to demolish L.A. Knight, like in ways that we've never seen Bray Wyatt demolish anybody. And that's how that's going to go down. I'm like with you 100% on all of that, except for the very, I think everything that you're saying right there makes 100% sense. Okay. But I do think before the finish. Yeah. Howdy's going to convince him to turn into the Fiend again before the match is over. Right. The Fiend reemerges and... 
demolishes him, does the neck snapping thing again. Oh, yeah. You know, like he just goes all scary Mm -hmm. and and beats Bray Wyatt. Or excuse me, beats LA Knight. I think Bray Wyatt wins the match. That's where I'm going with that one. But does that help him? All right. All right. We'll Does see. that help who? Does it help Brave to win the match? Is he really about winning? Is the Fiend ever about winning the match? Does it help him to lose to a guy who is nowhere? Like who's this is his first program on the roster? I, if you if we go your path, he absolutely needs to win the match. If we go my path, I don't think he has to win the match. I think losing the match is the thing that could, especially because you give LA Knight a victory, which is a thank you for like doing a great job through the whole program. But I honestly think the whole program has been like he's already gained off it's the true. program. It's true. It's and true. if if Bray Wyatt's first match back after this six month arc of him right, coming right, back right, right. ends with him losing, then what is any different than everything that happened to Bray Wyatt before? <laughs> that was the problem before. If Bray Wyatt loses, that you're like, wait, oh, so this is just like John Cena. Uh, just like right. the Unreal. You know, this is literally like every feud Randy he Orton. was in yeah, before true. every freaking time. And we need Bray Wyatt to be a winner. He's going to win. There we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. Uh, moving on. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Undisputed oh. Universal Championship. Uh, first off. Yeah. So... Since we last spoke, mm-hmm. we we talked about war games, but it hadn't happened right, yet. Right, right. Uh, so Sammy did show his allegiance to the bloodline. Uh, he turned on Kevin Owens. But since then, things have gotten a little out of whack for Sami Zayn and the yeah. bloodline. Does not seem to quite be on the same page as them. I still am firm in my theory that Sami Zayn is going to turn be the one to turn on the bloodline. I think it's not going to be a beatdown. I think we're ultimately going to see a massive face pop when he turns on the bloodline. Right. Uh, how have you felt about everything that's happened these past few weeks with them? Oh, you know, we I host a show called Strong Style on yep. YouTube, on my YouTube channel with my friends Aaron Turner and Chris Burns. And I have said that this is one of the greatest storylines ever. And Chris has won up me saying it's better than... Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage. That's that's bold. That's bold. As as uh, Andy Samberg as Nick Cage might say, that's high praise. So mm-hmm. to me, this has been the greatest modern storyline we've seen in the 2000s. From top to bottom. Better than Daniel Bryan against the Authority? Yes. Really? It is. Because Daniel was a groundswell thing. And everybody got behind him. There are so many moving pieces in this where you don't know where the allegiance lies and you have questions about everybody's allegiance. I mean, there was a picture going around. After they destroyed KO, KO has his hand on Sami Zayn's boot. What does that mean? The fact that we're even doing Zapruder film type stuff on this, getting shots and going deep on the analysis, that tells you how great... Nobody did that for the Daniel Bryan Authority thing. There's the difference. I think this works on so many levels because we don't know, really know, where people's allegiance lies. Are Jay and Jimmy going to go with... Roman, considering all the ways that he treated them badly, will they go? Will or will they go with Sammy? Because Sammy, remember, and there's there's now video dropping of him dancing with the Usos back at NXT. So they have a long history. There are so many places to go with this, and Kevin Owens being in the mix. Which way is this going to go as well? So I've loved everything about it, and I don't think they anticipated Sammy. In in that way, it's similar to Daniel Bryan. 
They didn't anticipate Daniel Bryan getting over the way he did. I don't think they anticipated Sammy getting over the way he has. And that has been a, such an interesting problem to have if you're Triple H. What right. do I do with this? All right. Yeah. Who's winning this match then? Oh, Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not. it's not time for him to lose this match. No. But they've got to make it an incredible match. Because we've seen him fight Kevin Owens. And the last time at Royal Rumble they fought, they wasn't that great of an ending. So you've got to do something that's really going to one-up that match and erase that from people's memories. Isn't that when he ran him over with the cart, right? Yeah, yeah. But there was the handcuff thing. Oh, think, yeah, right? yeah. There was that, that was, ending. You're Paul right. Paul had to kind of cover it a little bit. I remember bit. that now. Right, yeah, you're right. right. You're right. So they've got to deliver a better match here. And I think they will, absolutely. Especially because of that. I forgot how much that got messed up right there. Right. Yeah, I remember that now for sure. The question will be, if they start to destroy KO... Where is what is Sammy going to do? What is Sammy going to betray? And the great thing as an actor, watching someone like Sammy Zayn, his ability to play levels in certain moments is incredible. So, what is his face going to betray that just for a flash, just for a moment, that's going to make people think, oh my God, he's going to do something? And then he'll go in with the bloodline and keep beating up KO. But there's going to be a moment. I think it's going to be what I've been predicting this whole time. I think okay. he's going to, he's going to, the, the Roman's going to beat Kevin. Yes. Then after the match, they're going to beat him down, like you said. Yes, yes. Roman is going to hold Kevin down in the corner, right? And say and scream at him. Sammy hit him with the kick, the haluba kick. Sammy's going to be a little apprehensive about it. Uh, okay, and he's going to run into the corner and he's going to hit the boot on Roman Reigns instead. And him and, and him and Kevin are going to fight the bloodline. Wow. Elimination Chamber. Sammy versus Roman Reigns for the title. And then at WrestleMania, we do Kevin Owens and Sammy against the Usos. Wow. That's where I think we're going. Okay. I, my final prediction, too, Roman Reigns. Both yeah. of us, yeah. Roman Reigns on this one. Uh, pretty much, I mean, you can't not go for Roman Reigns. On right. That and, one. and and want to give a shout out to Roman. I, I, we're focusing on Sammy. Roman is also a very huge part of why this is working. His acting, his moments, I mean, the stuff with him and Sammy in the back when he was apologizing. I don't know if you've been in a situation with someone who is bigger than you, can absolutely destroy you. I've been in the military. There was a guy I was in the military with. We had a fight, and then he came and sat down next to me on the bunk, and he delivered that same kind of thing. You know what? I'm sorry I lost my mind when I put my hands on you. There is nothing scarier than a person apologizing for being able to destroy you. And so when he was saying that to Sammy, I was like, that's scarier than anything he could do. And that's Roman's acting. He's just been incredible in the storyline. <laughs> and my favorite part of this is what's yes. happening. And and Paul Heyman's Paul Heyman oh, says oh. so much oh. without saying anything yeah. the whole time. <laughs> but when Roman apologizes and he goes, No, it's me. I should have apologized. Yeah. I shouldn't talk to you like that. Paul Heyman makes this face of like, huh? Utter shock. Like, I have how you've never apologized to me. Yeah. It's my favorite part. It's like he just he says so much the whole time, but his his face right. in that part is great. All right, let's move on to the next match. I love him dipping in like this sometimes. <laughs> uh, let's move on yeah. to the women's Royal Rumble <laughs> match. Uh, confirmed participants so far as of this recording. Liv Morgan, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, and Raquel Rodriguez. Do you think that Rhea is a favorite to win the match? Yes. Yeah? A thousand percent. And that moment, that standoff we saw on Raw, with her, the most recent one with her and uh, Solo Sokoa, that was a powerful moment. She is slowly but surely 
making her move into a position where they're going to have to give her an incredible match at WrestleMania. She's made the mommy thing work with Dom. I mean, she's a big reason Dom is getting over the way he is as well in the entire Judgment Day. So I think she's due for the victory here at, at the Women's Royal Rumble for sure. Yeah, I think she is one of the favorites for mm -hmm. sure. I just can't help but think that like there was the Beth Phoenix stuff that was being set up beforehand. Yeah. At least it felt that way, where she, yeah. was, she retired Beth Phoenix and blah, 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 blah. And you'd think this would be the moment if Beth right. Phoenix was going to come back and they were going to go forward with that, that maybe we'd see Beth Phoenix. Now, it could tell, it could be too telling that Edge is going to be in the Royal Rumble if they do that. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I feel like they're both going to come back here and go after the Judgment Day, okay. and we're going to get Judgment Day mixed tag with like Beth and Edge or something like that. Maybe. Okay. Ray involved. I don't know. I feel like Beth Phoenix is my like X factor in terms okay. of if I, if I think Rhea Ripley is actually going to win this match. Okay. But I do know that a lot of people want Rhea Ripley to yeah. win this match. Yeah. I'm not going out on a limb because people have been waiting for her to get a program. They've loved her in Judgment Day, but everybody loved her in NXT. She had some fantastic matches with the recently returned Charlotte Flair. And so people want to see her back in the ring doing her thing. And so... I have a weird feeling that she is going to be lined up against Bianca Belair at WrestleMania, and I think her winning the Royal Rumble match is a way to kind of keep that in the cards and use it when she wants to use it, and I think that's going to be what's going to be the setup at, at WrestleMania. So, yeah, I think she's going to win this thing eventually. As the weeks go on, you know, Judgment Day, they, they talk about how there's not a leader in Judgment Day, but as the weeks go on, it starts to look like Rhea Ripley is technically the leader of Judgment Day. She is mommy. She is the mommy of the group. She Absolutely. is mommy of the she group. She is the leader of the group. I don't care what Damon Priest says. I don't care what Finn Balor says. I don't care what Dom says. She is the leader of the group. Everyone backs down to Rhea. Rhea, even when when you were, we were talking off camera, when Damian Priest said that to uh, to Dom, like, "Hey, don't don't be soft if you're going to step in for Finn." It was Rhea who was like, "Yo, don't talk to my submissive like that." So I mean, I just feel like she is the one that rules the roost. And when you're around a strong woman, you can't help but fall in line. You better so. be careful talking about Dominic like uh, that. Oh, right. I don't too because guys know. like you. No, could, you're right. You could not handle. Nope. The prisoners that Dominic was around when he was in the ex-con Dom. No way, Link. I can't handle it. No, he was a he <laughs> was a hell of an ordeal those two hours he was in there. <laughs> he called uh, when he when he said uh, when he started calling it the pen. It made oh. me laugh just because it's such like a funny the pen. When I was in the pen, uh, just sounded so funny coming out of his mouth. Also, oh. when he said that to the Usos about how they couldn't oh. last. Uh, around the same people he was around, I I absolutely died. He's starting to become one of the funniest parts of Monday Night Raw. They have redeemed him. This yeah. is where we were talking about. We talked about uh, starting the show talking about Triple H's booking. This is where you see the genius of that booking. You know, finding the right producer, finding the right writer, finding the right combination to make it all work to get Dom over, who was getting go away heat. I would imagine, in my opinion, and to see him get over the way he has. Incredible. And shout out to Dom, who's gone with it all and played it up. Like him confronting the Usos the way he did. We all know a guy like that. We all know a guy like that who thinks whatever he's experienced is so much, makes him so much tougher, but he's really weak as hell. So I love that as an element of his character. And and he's actually been wrestling better, which I think has been fun to see as well. They've kind of let him out the cage to do his thing. So it's been smart. 
I grew up around a lot of doms. <laughs> a lot of doms. Uh, you mentioned Charlotte Flair. Uh, you know, since she was brought back before the Rumble and not saved for a surprise there, mm -hmm. it almost makes you wonder if they have some other good surprises planned already. Oh, yeah. Because that's a, I, I struggled to come up with a bigger name than Charlotte Flair coming back in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. I've got a few, but I don't think. Yeah, I don't but think any of them are on that level, level. right? No, no. Who, who, who are some that you came up? with? I mean, like uh, it was Mickey James because she just retired from Impact, and so why not? And there's a lot of rumors that Nick Aldis might be coming back, their husband and wife. Why wouldn't they be able to come back here? Because all this is out of a contract as well. That could be fun to see, but I think as a respectful honor thing. But that's not Charlotte Flair level. Lita, we've seen her come back. Yep. You know, that's a possibility as well. Uh, Chelsea Green is out. There's recently signed back again, so it could be fun. The Bellas. Reportedly. Reportedly. Sorry, reportedly, the Bellas could be fun. They're, they're going to be part of Raw Triple X. I feel like the Bellas are going to be in, right? Yeah. So, but none of them are going to. Or not, there's rumors that Naomi may come back as the female part of the bloodline. That would be massive. I don't see Mercedes Monet. Well, no, Sasha not at this Banks. Point. I don't think she's going to be coming yeah, back. Right. But Naomi is possible. That is the only, the only name one. floating out there that I could think of yeah, yeah, yeah. because of what happened. Because of what happened with Merce you know, Mercedes going away too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was the only name I could think of that if they made a surprise return and won the match, yeah, yeah, that it would be on that level of a Charlotte Flair strictly because of everything that's gone on and the news behind it. It would be a it would be a very newsworthy return, and it would be something that I think. A lot of fans would say it's kind of overdue for Naomi, yeah. like a, a big push like that. Like oh, yeah. I am a big Naomi fan, and As that was really one of the only like big return wins that could happen. That we, like mm -hmm. kind of like we've seen in the past, like some names you didn't mention oh, yeah. as possible returns um, that I also thought of was, uh, but these were people that weren't gone from the company. But Carmella, yeah, oh, hasn't been on TV in a long sure, time. Yeah, uh, Dewdrop. Hasn't really been oh, on right. TV. Like once they split her and Nikki up, Nikki yeah. got this push at. Well, she's got her thing going on as the old Nikki Cross, uh, but we haven't really seen anything from Dewdrop. Yeah. And I almost wonder if we see her return as Piper Niven in the Royal Rumble. Ooh, okay, I could see that. That would be awesome. That would be cool. I'd be down with that. I think she would take it a little more serious that yeah. seriously that way. Uh, but I don't see any of those names winning. Mm -hmm. it, it, I, it, as as much as I like those people. Um, you do need a bigger name yeah. winner. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of where, kind of where my head was at with this one so far. I also feel like, just based on how the build has been going on, Liv kind of seems to be one of the main people they're focusing on right now, since mm -hmm. they've only announced a couple women right. for the match at this point when we're recording this. Yeah. Um, but I think she's going to be the one that goes the longest in this match. It would be a great thing to redeem her, because certainly they want to redeem her in yes. some way, because I think, you know, whatever happened with the run and when she became champion didn't quite work out the way they were all hoping it would work out 100%. Um, so, okay, how do you redeem her? And she's been doing the crazy thing. I mean, slapping Raquel, the whole thing. Like, she's got, she's, she's basically asking to get beat up, right? And I think this is going to, in a way, circle us all the way back to Liv Morgan being the underdog again and everybody getting behind Liv again. And maybe now, just like we've seen this before, where sometimes you shove something down our throat a little too quickly, 
We will come to it in our own time as long as you keep trying to make it happen. And I think if she comes back again, I think more people are going to be on Liv's side this time around because of how she's had to go back down and fight her way back up. So, yes, you have to let her be in the match for a very long time so she can reestablish herself with the fans. All right. Give me your final prediction. Uh, Rhea Ripley is my final prediction. Okay. I, I'm not going on a limb. A lot of people predicted it, but it's the most, in my opinion, the most obvious choice. She's one of the best wrestlers ever. We haven't seen her in the ring a lot. So her showing what she can do in this Royal Rumble will be fun to see. I think she's going to enter low, too, like 9 or 10 or 8. And then she's just going to wreck house all over the place. I wonder what's going to happen when she can, if it's Naomi or Beth Phoenix. Because if Naomi joins Bloodline, maybe she could eliminate her or Beth Phoenix coming back. So there's a lot of possibilities she could get eliminated, but I just have a feeling that she's due for a victory and they want to give her a push, a program to play with. So I like Rhea Ripley. And they have already teased her and Bianca Belair. Yes. There's been slight teases throughout the year of yes. the two of them. But they have little moments. They've yeah. been little, little moments. Mm -hmm. uh, good prediction because it was up. It was one of the ones I, I thought about mm -hmm. for sure. Thank you. Um, so... So like sometimes like I have different ideas of like who I want to win, who I think is like an outside chance, and who I actually like my actual brain goes like, well, this is who I think is gonna yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like who I'd want to win if I could book the shows. Sure, sure. I feel like Bailey really deserves it at this point. Like she's had such a great good point. comeback. Great even though she's had all these feuds with with Bianca and she was so in that title mix, I feel like if they want damage control to really like be something that lasts. Like Bailey has to be that leader. I know we talked about yes. it for the the War Games one, but that's how I'd book it, right? Uh, wild card. I already said it. Naomi. Naomi. I think that if yeah. Naomi comes back, there's a good chance she could win it okay. just strictly for the big news, you know, story of, right, right, of right, it right. all. Uh, but who I actually like, my logical brain goes with is Becky Lynch. I yeah. think that Becky yeah. Lynch. Ho WrestleMania, it's in Hollywood. It's in LA. Well, it's in LA. Uh, WrestleMania, <laughs> it's, in, it's in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think they're going to want to have the biggest marquee names possible in all the title yeah, matches. Good point. And I think that Becky Lynch, she's been on Young Rock. She's uh, been on TV shows. She is someone that, like, if you tell your friend you watch wrestling, I'm not saying every single one of them maybe knows who she is, but there are some, there there's more people than others yeah. who will be like, oh, yeah, I've seen her in this, or oh, I've heard of her. Oh, yeah, that girl, I've seen her. Yeah. Um, I think that matters when you're doing WrestleMania in Los Angeles and every big executive and everyone, you know, all these important people are going to be there. I think yeah. you want to have the biggest card possible rather than just like who deserves it this right. year. And so that's why I go with Becky Lynch. It's a great choice. I would love to see her come up because she's been doing, she's been doing the Lord's work here in these programs, biding her time. She's come back. They haven't immediately thrust her into the title picture. She's about to fight Bailey uh, as we're recording this in the steel cage for Raw Triple X. So you go, okay, well, what's the way to kind of pay her back for that? Let's see what happens if she wins. Where does that lead us to? But does she take on Charlotte again? Or does she take on Bianca? And are people going to be okay with Becky versus Charlotte again? I think something happens to where it's, it's there's, I think Ronda Rousey gets her title back. <laughs> and so we, you think it's Becky versus Ronda? Becky versus Ronda at WrestleMania. It's time you've made us wait too long, WWE. We all want to see, I shouldn't say we all, but a lot of us want to see <laughs> Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey yeah. at WrestleMania. I thought it was going to happen for like, 
years now at mm. this point. And I I just think that maybe the Charlotte title win was to throw us off. Oh, okay. And then you're not thinking about Ronda versus Becky anymore because a lot of people were projecting, oh, Ronda versus Becky. Right. Something screwy needs to happen so we can get that match. That's why I'm going with Becky Lynch so we can still get there. But I agree with you. The two people who are champion are people that aren't that exciting of a WrestleMania match for right, her right. because we have seen it multiple times. Yeah, yeah. And we know we know about Charlotte and Becky oh at my this God. point. So, yeah. all right, real quick, because we don't have okay. a lot of time for okay. this one. But I just want to know, just right at the gate, we, yeah. quick, uh, who do you think is going to win between Alexa Bliss versus Bianca Belair in the Raw Women's title match? I think Bianca wins, but I think this is where Alexa fully goes into the Fiend things. But I think Bianca's got to win. I, she has to win. But it's going to be one of the most insane matches we've seen her try to win. Um, the the buildup for this has been a little lukewarm, so I think you've got to deliver a heck of a match. So I'm looking forward to it. And we know that Alexa's she's been tweeting stuff out like, I can't seem to satisfy you guys. So where, what is she going to bring us? So I'm looking forward to this match for sure, but I think Bianca wins. I agree. I think Bianca wins, and I think that kind of like how I felt with The Fiend, yeah, yeah. I think by the end of the show... Dark Alexa and The Fiend yeah. are back, full okay. force. Uh, and then we get their WrestleMania program going for whatever that's going to be yeah. uh, for the next few months on the road to WrestleMania. So I agree with you, uh, Bianca Belair. Can I sure. throw one thing? I yep. know we're pressing yeah, yeah, time. Yep, yep. Real quick, Bailey said something when she was going back and forth with Becky Lynch in the ring about the steel cage match as we're recording this. She said, I don't need them. I don't need anybody. I can beat you straight up. She said that to Becky. I don't need them talking damage control. You think that's going to be the impetus? I think that's going to. I think that's going to, they're going to break apart in this Royal Rumble match. In the Rumble, do you think it's officially damage control is done before Mania? I think it's going to be done before Mania, and I th and that could be the way Bailey wins this thing if she does the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, like she eliminates one of them at yes. the end or something she like that. She says she doesn't need them. She's got to grab her title. Every leader wants the belt. Ooh. I don't no. hate it. I don't hate it. Okay. I don't hate it. Throwing it out there. All right, let's get to the end here. Men's okay. Royal Rumble. So far, confirmed participants include, when we recorded this, uh, Cody Rhodes, <laughs> Elias, Omos, Kofi Kingston, Santos, Escobar, Ricochet, Baron Corbin, Rey Mysterio, Gunther, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, and Lashley. Uh, I have quite enjoyed Austin Theory's feud with Rollins and Lashley heading into the Rumble. Um, not, I don't. It's not that I'm. I, I, I'm not putting it on any one of them, but I mm. felt like it's just been. Um, it's I've I've been engaged with yeah. it the whole time. Um, I've thought that. Uh, but my main thought about it is, I I kind of thought there was going to be a U.S. title match. I don't know what I think about the U.S. champion and the IC champion mm. both being in the Royal Rumble match because yeah. I don't know. I think they should be like defending their title on pay per view, especially. If you're trying to position the United States title as the most important thing on Monday Night Raw, and yeah. then no one's challenging for it at the second biggest pay-per-view of the year, that to me was like tough to take in. Yeah, I could see that. And we, like I said, we still got a week. They could uh, carve that as a separate match. But I agree with you. It's going to be weird to have them in it, but they've got to advance whatever storylines they're playing around with within the Rumble. So, and who knew a beard could change your opinion of Austin Theory? I mean, it's it's in, he looks like a man now, and he was a boy just a few weeks ago. So it's been great. You think Dom changed? Austin Theory has changed as well. I love it. Well, I mean, he's living proof of like why some guys grow beards. Yeah, 
You know, like sometimes guys like you'll see when they shave their beard, you're like, oh, I see why yeah. that guy had a beard before. It makes him look older and more like sure. manly like, you know, you're like, oh, I got a baby face before. Right. Nick Offerman is not the same without the mustache. No. It's a whole other ball it's game. It's so the mustache, weird when right? he doesn't have it. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, I don't think Rollins is winning the Royal Rumble. No, I don't think it's his time. I don't think it's his time this year. I don't think Lashley is winning the Royal Rumble. No. Um, but I, I like that they... What, go, the herp is, hit me. Is that happening? Let's get to that. Okay. So uh, so Brock is on the poster, oh. right? Oh. And I've almost been wondering if he's in the match and somehow all this hurt business stuff comes to a head to help Lashley eliminate Brock from the match. Ooh, interesting. And we get that last match between Brock and Lashley at WrestleMania, but this time Lashley has the hurt business on his side. If there's any match Ryan Satin has wanted, this side of Becky Lynch versus Ronda, it is Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I love him. Two big meaty men slapping meat, as Big E used to say. So absolutely make this happen. That's like you said, you want your stars at WrestleMania. These two going at it is exact is Vince McMahon's dream. He loves the big guys. So why not make that happen? I'm down. I'd love to see that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when I interviewed Lashley mm -hmm. on out of character and I talked about like, Oh, you finally got to wrestle Brock. What yeah. you think about? And he was so disappointed in that first match. Right. Then, then, then things changed. He yep. got the mat. He got a match. That he liked. Yeah. Um, but I think that we need that last one. Like we need Lashley to to conquer Brock Lesnar. And I think Lashley is at full Bobby when he has the hurt business behind him. Now, what in incarnation of the group that ends up being, we'll have to wait and see. But because I don't think it's gonna be the same hurt business this time around. Almost is gonna be part of him, don't you think? It feels that yeah. way, right? Yeah, feels that way to me. It feels like Amos is going to be part of it. I can't tell if Cedric and Shelton are. <laughs> I can't tell. I can't tell. Uh, what do you think about the fact that they made it so Cody wasn't a surprise in the Royal Rumble? It's weird. It's weird. And I and I, I they did the whole vignettes, and I wonder why they did that. Did they were they afraid it was going to leak, or do they have other plans with this whole situation, or do they feel they needed that extra pop for Cody Rhodes? And look. I totally get it, and I and I understand why you want him to say it. It's a way to get the fans behind him. Because in a weird way, Cody is kind of like an underdog going into this situation because people are focused on Sami Zayn and Roman and the bloodline and all that kind of stuff. So how does Cody reestablish himself and reestablish that possibility that he's going to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, which everyone seems to be predicting? You've got to turn him into some kind of an underdog. And so having him stated ahead of time and not being a surprise or anything like that is a way to get people behind it so that when he shows up at uh, Royal Rumble, I think people are going to lose their minds to see him back even more so because they know what's at stake here and what he wants to go get. That's That was kind of like the two sides of the coin that mm. I saw people kind of saying. I, oh, okay. I go back and forth between the two because ultimately I love a good Royal Rumble surprise. Of course, of course. But, but you knew he was coming. But, but, but everyone knew he was coming yeah, at this point. So it's like, you might as well announce it. And I do think that there are people who, I guess there's going to be even more anticipation when you know he's going to be there. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I really, I, I've, 
I've overthought. I've been thinking about this so much. I've thought about both sides yeah. on the podcast uh, that I did when they on the Raw Roundup podcast that oh. I did when they first announced it. Um, I went and played devil's advocate because before I was like, shouldn't these have been a surprise? And then a lot of people convinced me otherwise. Yeah. So I'm real neutral on it. That's why okay. I wanted your opinion because I, I get both both yeah. arguments here, and also the big thing yeah. that isn't being talked about. Well, that isn't be talking about WWE, but the fans are discussing to add nauseum is the possibility of the rock being there. No. Yeah. So when we recorded this, this is before Raw 30. Right. But on Raw 30, they announced this bloodline acknowledgement ceremony with uh, every generation of the bloodline present. Which seems like a huge setup for The Rock to do something it with does. Roman Reigns finally. It does. It feels like we're at that moment now. It's possible that they didn't want Cody to be the surprise because it would have overshadowed a bigger surprise Wait. if, if, if. I'm not saying he is. Don't hold me to it. I'm saying if. Heard it here first. Tweet it out. You, are you saying, do you think The Rock is going to be in the Royal Rumble? The Rock? Let's get to final predictions. All and I'll right, tell you fine. that. <laughs> I mean, he pulled ribs fighting Cena. You throw him in with a bunch of other dudes, I would be worried. Number 30? Okay, man. Number 30, a All big right. if you smell. Uh, and people point out there's lightning bolts on the poster for no That's reason. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's been yeah. there's been all these allusions ah. to it. All right, give me your final prediction, and I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you my final prediction. My final prediction is the son of a son of a plumber. That's right, Cody Rhodes, man. It's Dusty Rhodes right here. But Cody Rhodes absolutely goes in and wins this thing. It is well-deserved, and we've kind of forgotten about Cody. And I think with the vignettes have brought us back, and Triple H is an embarrassment of riches now. Does he go the Sami Zayn route? Does he go the Rock route? Does he go the Cody Rhodes route? Well, I think he has Cody Rhodes win this to see what the fans' reactions are. And I think he he is going to win. And then now we're going to set this whole thing up. And I don't know if it's going to be a triple threat match or a one-on-one match. I don't know if it's going to be an elimination chamber or WrestleMania. There's all kinds of ways you can go. So I am so curious. Whereas other premium live events, we've been like, oh, we know who's going to win. I have no idea who's going to win this Men's Royal Rumble, except I have a feeling that it's Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, before I do, you know, like I did with the Women's Royal Rumble, I yeah. usually do who I want to win, who I think will actually win, and a, and a wild card option. Who I want and who I think will win is one and the same here. It's same as you, Cody Rhodes. Come on. Cody Rhodes. I mean, it's Co Cody Rhodes all the way. He wrestled what some most people said was the match of the year last year yes, before being injured. Back, yeah. uh, his WrestleMania return was one of the big was was the biggest moment of the year to a lot of people. Um, I my, wasn't my number one, but it was a lot. It was on people's lists. Yeah, all over the board here. Um, and I think that he's the most popular babyface right now. And if there's anyone on the card who looks like they could possibly beat Roman Reigns and end that streak, yeah, it's Cody Rhodes. Yeah, and I think they're gonna. I think Roman Reigns is gonna fight twice at WrestleMania. This is how I think they're gonna fix it. I think he fights Cody for the WWE title. That's what Cody said he wanted. Not the Universal yep. title. He wanted the WWE title. So the way Triple H could fix this, if Cody wins the Royal Rumble, you have The Rock do his thing at, at uh, Raw, Triple X, or 30, whatever you want to say. Then you've set up some kind of issue with them. You have The Rock challenge Roman for the Universal title. You have 
Cody challenged Roman for the WWE title because that's the legacy title that he wants. That's the way you make it happen. But yeah. I also think that Rowan Reigns is going to wrestle on Do both you? nights of WrestleMania. I have said the same thing. Do you really? It's the only thing that makes sense at this point. They have to split up the titles, and they've already paved the way yeah, yeah, yeah. by saying that the Usos in their next two tag title defenses, one's for the Raw tag team yes. titles, one is for the SmackDown tag right. team titles. The first time since the Undisputed thing has happened yeah. that you can challenge for just one of them. Yep. And I could see a world where... Cody also only wrestles for one title yeah. and he and he gets it. And then the next night is against The Rock. And who knows what happens there. But I completely agree with you. I think we're going to see Rowan Reigns on both nights. And I do think that Cody Rhodes is winning the Royal Rumble. But The Rock is my outside option. Do you think the two Os do you think Usos fight both nights as well? No. Really? I think that's just gonna be Kevin. I think they're gonna lose the Raw Tag Team Towns before that. Okay. All right. Oh, I think, yeah, what? I think they're losing it to Judgment Day. All right, we're done here. We've reached our time. I'm stretched. Uh, make sure you guys go check out Roka, Outlaw Nation, Strong Style Live. Uh, <laughs> uh, make sure you guys check him out. Roka, great guy, great coverage, as you can hear. Uh, good show. So make sure you guys are checking that out as well. Roka, appreciate you giving me the time today, as Thank always. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I loved it. It's great. And I can't wait to come back and talk with you again, man. Yeah. We'll, and enjoy Roy Rumble, everybody. We'll do it for WrestleMania. Ooh. All right, I had my fun. It's time for all of you to have a little fun at my expense with some trivia. Royal Rumble trivia. My producer was very into this idea, and I am someone who is not great at trivia, but I'm going to try my best, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So let's do a little bit of Royal Rumble trivia with my producer, Rhea Clay. I'm super excited for our first time doing trivia. I would say, I would ask you if you studied or did your homework, but... It's Ryan Satin, so I know you're going to get all of these right. So do not worry. You're going to get all these right. But let's go ahead and get right into it. Royal Rumble is next week, and I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it, Rhea. I am nervous, but I'm also excited. So let's do this. <laughs> all right. First question, Ryan. <sighs> Who holds the records for the most Royal Rumble victories? The most wins. Most wins, not eliminations. Okay. I think it's. <laughs> I think that this is the easy one. This is the easy one, and I'm already nervous for myself. No, you got it. You got this. Is it? Is it Stone Cold Steve Austin? That is correct. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. I love. Yes. I love the belt too. The WWE belt. I love that. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was very nervous on that one, but yeah, I had a feeling. I, I know because I know he had the back to the the back to back Royal Rumble wins. Uh, so I was like, I don't think anyone has surpassed him at this point. So I'm good. All right. I got the easy question. That makes me feel a little better. All right. Well, we started off easy, but let's get a little bit harder here. Let's let's really test your knowledge. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> all right. This is a true or false, actually. True or false. Okay. okay. True or false, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, won the 1999 Royal Rumble. A little bit, going a little bit far back here for you. <laughs> I can't get this off, but I know the answer to this one. I say that and then I'm be wrong. Watch. You got it. False. False is correct. You know, you know why I know that, Raya? How did you know? Because I was at the 1999 Royal uh, Rumble, let's, baby. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Classic moment in wrestling. Yeah, I was there for that one. 
Attitude Era kid. All right, whew, I'm glad I got this Attitude Era trivia because I feel like I would have been really disappointed in myself calling myself an Attitude Era kid who loved this stuff growing up if I hadn't gotten those two <laughs> answers. Rock, Steve Austin, those are my guys. Got those. I love that. I love that. All right, well, you're two for two right now. Let's see if you're going to get an A+. I feel like this, I, this is going to be the hard one. I already know. You get, <laughs> those first two were too easy. <sighs> let's see what she got for me, Rhea. All right. Let's do it. So, who is the youngest Royal Rumble winner in WWE history? Who is the youngest to win? It's got to be. It's got to be this guy. I'm, let's see if you know it. I have confidence in you. I mean... If it's not Randy Orton, I'd be shocked. It is not Randy oh, Orton. It no. is not. Oh, who is it? Definitely a great guess, but the answer is Brock Lesnar. Oh, Brock. Duh. <laughs> duh. You know what the problem is? Is when Brock Lesnar debuted, even though he was young, he still looked like oh, he a looks so young, massive yes. beast of a man. So. I overlooked him. I thought because Randy Orton is the youngest world champion, figured he might be the youngest Royal Rumble winner. That was stupid. I mean, I should have got Brock Lesnar. Dang it. No, you're you're doing great, but let's see if you are gonna bring home the prize. If you're gonna get this last final question right. You ready? Slightly. <laughs> All right, so who won the 2007 Royal Rumble match to become the first superstar to win the match at entry number 30? Oh, wait, say the year again? 2007. And this guy is a friend of the podcast. He's been on before. A legendary person. You know it. He's the only one to win at 30? No, no, no. Who won the 2007 Royal Rumble match to become the first superstar to win the match at entry number 30? Yeah, the fir oh, the first one, not the only the one. First got it, got it, got first, it. The first, the first. Friend of the podcast. I mean, it's... A living legend. I mean, it's... Oh, in 2000... To number 30? Entry number 30. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Do you want a hint? No, no because hint? you already okay. gave me a hint, and I don't want to... Uh, is it... I mean, you said friend of the podcast. Yes, he which was is a, of the podcast. Which is a pretty good, get, <laughs> a pretty good hint. I, the only person I could think from that time period who's been on the podcast... Would have to be The Undertaker? The Undertaker, let's go! Let's go, you got it. I even, I'll be honest with you, Rhea. I I even studied Royal Rumble winners. Like, I was reading a bunch of them so that I would make sure I'd be ready for this in case a for year sure. came up. And I think I stopped at like 2010 because I was like, she won't go back that far. Oh, yeah, we're going back. And then, of course, <laughs> we get 2007. I'm glad I got that one. So I was like, well, no, John Cena won at number 30. Okay, so yeah, all right. But the, the first, first the to first. win at number 30. All right, I did decent there. I, that oh, was better than I expected. You killed it. He's, I was going to say he's actually sitting right behind me over here because we have the lovely Undertaker poster right behind us. So... <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's right behind me and then Undertaker was going to come in and choke slam me oh. to this table or something. <laughs> well, Rhea, I think this first trivia session was actually a success. So maybe I shouldn't be so scared of doing these in the future. Great idea. I'm glad we made this happen. Awesome. So do it again next time? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make it a little bit harder the next go around, okay? <laughs> this was a good hard. This was a good hard. <laughs>
Thank you so much, Ryan. I appreciate being on the show today. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. All right. Trivia is out of the way. Let's get to a couple quick fan questions from you, the viewers, before we head out of here. First up is from Jocelyn. It says, who from NXT would you like to see be in both the men's and women's Royal Rumble matches? Great question. At Bad Wolf, Bav 10. Appreciate you writing in. Let's see. I think, hmm. I mean, <laughs> my head, my 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 first reaction was Booker T, but I don't know if that counts. I would like to see Booker T in the Royal Rumble. Just it's always cool to see Booker T wrestling, but I that's a cheater answer. I'm not gonna give you the cheater answer. I'm gonna answer what you actually want to know. It's an NXT superstar. So I think for the men's Royal Rumble. I want to see Braun Breaker in the men's Royal Rumble. He's had a good run as NXT champion. He had a brief little brush with Monday Night Raw. I think there are people who are mainly watching the main roster only who will still at least know who he is or get a little pop. And it'll be good to see him get some ring time with a bunch of veterans in WWE the likes of Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler, and all those types. So I know he's already feuded with Dolph Ziggler, but I, I say Dolph Ziggler because, uh, you know, he'll help him out in there. They'll probably have, they'll be able to continue off of what they had done in the past before. But just in general, all those uh, veterans mixing up with Braun Breaker, I think he's got the skill to impress some people in his first Royal Rumble this year. Test the NXT champion out. As for the Women's Royal Rumble, I'm going with Indy Hartwell. I'm a big Indy Hartwell fan. I think that she is ready for the main roster, and I'd like to see her mixing it up with some of the women who are long-tenured members of the roster. I think that she's someone who has a bright future on the main roster, and even though she's not necessarily uh, the NXT Women's Champion or anything like that. I do think that she would impress some people and turn some heads if she were in this year's Royal Rumble. Great question, Jocelyn. Appreciate you writing in. Let's go to this second question. This one comes from The Wrestling Burner. Great, great name there. Uh, they say, who is one superstar you would like to see make a return at the Royal Rumble? Similarly, I'll do a men's one and a women's one because there's two Royal Rumbles. Let's see. Okay, for the men's Royal Rumble, I want to see X-Pac in the Royal Rumble. I wanted to see him in the Royal Rumble last year. He has returned to the ring. Uh, I know he got injured when he was working in the Indies, but that was a while ago. I'm assuming he's properly healed and rested up now. Who wouldn't want to see X-Pac make some noise with the current roster? And I've seen him wrestle still. He can go. He can make He can make stuff happen. And he's in great shape. Like, when you see X-Pac, the man is ripped. Give it to me on the Raw 30th. Well, this will probably come out after the Raw 30th, so that's going to sound like a late prediction. But <laughs> uh, I, I want to see X-Pac as a surprise. I want to see him as a return in the Royal Rumble in the men's match. Who wouldn't want? I have a feeling there's nobody else watching this who wouldn't want to see that. You guys want to see that. I know you do. And as for the Women's Royal Rumble, this one's going to be a little bit more polarizing. I have a feeling that not everyone is going to be on my side here with this one. Uh, but let's bring let's bring Lana back. 
Let's bring Lana back. I want to see Lana back in WWE. I think Lana is an entertaining character. She's such a great heel and can get so much heat if she were to come out and participate in this Women's Rumble. I would be excited, and I would love to see her come back full-time. Maybe it can lead the way for something else down the line. All right, I think that's all the questions we have here. Uh, but yeah, I make sure you guys uh, send us more in the future. We're going to do more of these prediction shows. We're going to do more pay-per-view previews. So when we ask for them, please write in and I'll make sure to answer them. All right, that's our Royal Rumble prediction and preview show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Super fun. Great getting to chat with John Roca. As always, that's my boy. Still getting along more than I expected, but... Don't worry, in time we'll get there. In time we will get to our old uh, rival. Our old rivalry will pick up again. I feel like right now we're on the same side here. We're a tag team right now, but soon we will be adversaries once again. Make sure you guys check them out. Outlaw Nation, Strong Style Live. You can find both of them. Super good coverage from that guy. Also, thank you to my producer, Rhea Clay, for that trivia session. Super fun. Hope you guys were yelling at me through whatever means you're listening on or if you're watching on YouTube. Speaking of those of you watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to this channel. If you're watching this and you haven't subscribed to this channel yet, what are you doing? We got clips from Raw and SmackDown. Add a character every Wednesday where I'm interviewing a WWE superstar, on-air talent, someone involved in the business. Also, we got reels that are from Raw and SmackDown as well, from Out of Character, from the Raw and SmackDown Roundup podcast that I do. So make sure you're subscribed to this YouTube channel. I mentioned those Raw and SmackDown Roundup podcasts. The only way you can find those is if you are also subscribed to the Out of Character podcast feed. That's where you can find the audio version of Out of Character, but also two shows where I'm breaking down the weekly Raw and SmackDowns segment by segment giving you my thoughts on everything that happened. And if you leave a rating or review, I leave, I read those out loud on the show as well. So keep hooking those up. I appreciate it very much. It's nice to see that you guys are enjoying those Roundup podcasts as much as I'm enjoying doing them. Also, make sure you follow WWE on Fox on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We are on all of them, so go follow us. All right, that's it. I'm done officially tapping out for now. Until next time, I'm Ryan Satin, and this has been our WWE, excuse me, WWE on Fox Royal Rumble prediction show.